You're listening to Sweetwater Now's Beyond the Game podcast. The podcast that seeks to understand more than just the game itself. And now, your host, Brayden Flack. What's up, Beyond the Game listeners? Welcome to today's show, episode 10. Today's show has been made possible by our great sponsors, David Stoffer of Farm Bureau Financial Services and also Sonic Drive-In here in Rock Springs. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors for giving us the ability to bring you great content like Beyond the Game. On today's episode, I welcomed in the Western Wyoming Community College Mustangs men's basketball team. Head coach Steven Souza, along with four of his sophomores, joined me on the podcast. We talked about how the program has taken quite the turn uh, for the good within the last year, along with some of the players' insight into how they've built relationships with each other and the opportunities that have been presented to them uh, moving forward from their career here as a Mustang. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We're always looking to grow our audience and to get the word out more about uh, this show, along with our other shows that we have now started on the Local 307 Podcast Network. Make sure you check out other shows like She So Why, hosted by Lindsay Malicote and Kaylee Hughes, which covers Wyoming women living among us. You can also check out our news podcast, the Sweetwater Now News Show, which is set to release every Friday with the latest news happenings here in Sweetwater County to keep you up to date. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show and our conversation with the Mustangs basketball program. All right, I'm here with uh, quite a few members of the Western Wyoming Community College men's basketball team. And, uh, you know, guys, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you on. Um, We've got, yeah, I think five of you guys here, including Coach. So um, let's just go around real quick, do some introductions, and uh, then we'll get into the meat of what we came here to do. Uh, Jalen Blaze, sophomore guard at Western Wyoming College. Trey Marble. Sophomore guard. I'm from Denver, Colorado. Sindhu Cisse, sophomore guard. Yeah. Manal Ayo, sophomore forward, Melbourne, Australia. Steve Souza, I'm the head men's basketball coach. Uh, I was the one who brought these five here, and uh, obviously they really excelled in speech class this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe let's start with you, coach. Um, you know, you just mentioned all five of these guys. Um, have really played a huge role in, in helping uh, get the team where they're at today. Uh, playoffs obviously begin this Saturday, but, um, you know, how did you get each one of these guys here? You know, they're from different parts of the world, really. And, um, you know, how, how did you get them here? And what did you see in, in these these four guys right here? You know, first off, I, I need to give them, you know, I'd say 99% of the credit and uh, – to believe in me in the first place, you know, all, all four of them actually decided to come to Western Wyoming without a campus visit, without knowing me, uh, with uh, trusting a first-year head coach. And, uh, you know, we could probably sit here and talk for hours about how many times we bumped heads with each other and one another. 
Uh, but one thing that we definitely laid the groundwork for last year is that we're a family, that, uh, you know, we're going to have disagreements. We're not going to see everything the same way. But we also understand that um, each of their best interests is at, at, at my heart and at the center of my heart and what drives us. Um, you know, last year, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, we had a difficult time meshing. But, uh, you know, one thing that I always tell all of my kids when I get here is that uh, my door is always open. Come, come speak freely, um, not during practice. You can ask Jalen. He tried to speak freely during practice a couple times last year, and <laughs> he learned the hard way not to do that. But um, they, they know that my door is always open, and, and they're a big part of what we're doing. And, uh, again, they, they deserve the credit more than I do because they, they bought in and they've competed. And, and uh, you know, the new pieces that we've added on to this year, uh, they've really brought them into what we're trying to accomplish as a whole. Um, last year, at the end of the year, I mean, they all had an opportunity to go elsewhere. And, mm-hmm. uh they, they decided to stick together and, and come back and, and leave a mark and a legacy at Western Wyoming. I like that. Um, so, you know, piggybacking off of that, guys, I, I'm curious, like, uh, you know, why, why didn't you leave? Um, what kept you here, especially in Wyoming? I mean, come on, man, it's, it's cold here. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not for everyone. So what, what, what really kept you here? I mean, I think towards, like, the end of the year, we just seen the potential we had because Coach really started, like, playing, like, the freshman more and, we seen what we could do. So, like, in off season, I think that's, like, really when we decided, like, if we come back, like, next year could be special. And then, like, I feel like from then on that, that's, like, when we decided, like, we're coming back and we're going to finish where we started. Last year, after the season, when uh, when Trey Paris, he's our, our center, when uh-huh. he came to visit and we, like, kind of talked to him in the locker room, we told him, like, if he wants to win next year, then this is a place to be. So we kind of already had that mindset that, going into next year that we're going to, you know, lock in from day one to day two. Mm-hmm. From day one to, to the end, sorry. Um, mine, my story is like, I talked to these guys, each each one of them, they told me, because I was the closest one to leaving last year because I was so frustrated, like, and I didn't know what what I was going to do and what my future was going to hold. But after talking to each one of them and even Coach, he laid out a plan for me. And so far, the plan's been been straightforward, and it's been happening so far. So, like, I believed in him, and I just continue to trust him, and I guess it's all working out for the better. And as for these guys, they told me that we already have chemistry together, and we're a talented team. There's no point of splitting up when we're already in a community that already knows us and loves us already. So we just decided to just move forward with it, and we're doing something special right now with it. Yeah. It was just like, like we built a culture, really, honestly, so... For me, I'm kind of more of a, like a loyal kid. I don't really like going all over the place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I had to do with me coming back. And I mean, I just, he's my brother, so I had to come back, I couldn't leave him. You know, and, and one thing that I, I try to preach as much as possible, you know, these guys think I'm probably one of the most negative individuals in the world. Um, but in reality, I give them all the credit. Uh, you know, the stuff that they've accomplished at Western Wyoming in two years is, is, is hasn't been done. They hosted the first playoff game last year by finishing third, which is their highest finishing conference since uh, they went to North-South Division. They finished 12th in the nation academically. Uh, you know, this year uh, they weren't predicted to finish above fourth or fifth, and somehow we uh, finished 12-2 and two and won the first time in conference history. We're going to uh, – we're the number one seed going to the region tournament. Uh, they got as high as ranked as ninth in the nation. You know, so their accomplishments within two years – is unbelievable. You know, I, I do feel calls daily from coaches, like, how do you do it? How do you do it? 
you know, you got to find the right kids and then build a culture, like like Sindhu said, of, of taking care of academics first and taking care of each other. And, you know, we're going to have, like I said, we're going to have our arguments, but then at the end of the day, this is all we have, and we understand that. Yeah. Now I want to go back to, you know, you said you got to find the right guys. Now, uh, what 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 uh, what do you guys see in each other as teammates? And then, coach, maybe afterwards, what do you guys see um, in your players? What makes them the right guys? I feel like we have a combination of everything, really. Like our team has shooters. We got people that can attack the basket. We got rim protectors. We got bullies. Like we have the we have everything. I just feel like um, <clears throat> we're just like a well-rounded team. Like I mean. We're well balanced in every position, and I just feel like we just got a team full of dogs, like just animals, players that's gonna play hard, like whenever. Um, <coughs> nah, this team's like as soon as they're very well rounded, and the biggest thing for us is chemistry. Like we're all so close, we're all good friends that it makes it easier to play with each other, and we each each knows each other's strengths and weaknesses, and we just play to those strengths and weaknesses and just uplift each other on the court. Like Manel was saying, I feel like we have, like, all the talent in the world, and, but, like, what makes us special is just how close we are and, like, how we just clicked from day one, and, yeah. You know, now, now how did you guys achieve that, though? Was it just, like, hanging out uh, after practices or, uh, you know, having classes together? I mean, what really built that unity? Because it not only is something you see, um, you know, from uh, while, while you guys are out on the court, but... I mean, what I see is you see that chemistry, and I think that's really what sets you guys apart because that's something that I've noticed throughout the year. Um, but that's not just something that happens. It's something like you guys said, it's something you create. So what did you do uh, special, I guess, to really create that? I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, there's not much to do here, so we just, like, hang out with each other. Like, we all just became close, like, outside of school, like, when we finished all of our homework and stuff, like. Um, I think it's just because, like, like, a lot of us kind of know each other kind of in a way, too. But I mean, it's just we just got, like, a lot of people's person, I would say. Like, a lot of people that just get along with each other. And also, um, like I said, we know each other. So, like, me, I've known Cena for a long time. I've known Trey. The only person that I really know coming was Jalen, but we clicked because, like, we just, outside of classes, Trey said we played FIFA, we played 2K. And we just try to do everything together, we're going to movies, just building that bond, and we build a special bond. <laughs> <laughs> Putting this team together was quite easy, to tell you the truth. Uh, uh, you know, one of my good friends knew who Trey Marble was and, and Manel and Sindhu and told me that these are three guys to build a program around. Look closer, sorry. Um, and then Jalen Blaze was a, was a guy out of New York I've known for a while who told me he was a knockdown shooter. So bringing these four guys in last year was instrumental trying to accomplish um, to fill out the rest of the team you know it took time and patience because you know when we knew we were going to bring back 60% of our scoring about 50% of our rebounding we just had to find the right pieces to go in and so going into last spring you know I took a lot of consideration into what these four had to say you know they, they knew some of the kids that we were recruiting and they knew some of the other kids we were recruiting I asked about and they just they were up front and honest with me told me they didn't think it'd be a good fit into what we're trying to accomplish and I, I took their word because it's at the end of the day it's their team mm -hmm. um, you know they're the ones playing they're the ones who have to have that type of relationship off on and off the court I, I will say this much uh, when I travel with them I swear I'm traveling with a bunch of damn four-year-olds <laughs> 
because they just constantly poke and prod each other, always hitting each other, teasing each other, pulling each other's hair. It's 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 like a bunch of kindergartners half the time. So you're you're wearing uh, two hats, right? Uh, yeah, it, babysitter it, and coach. That's why that's why <laughs> when I go home, I go to sleep pretty easy because I don't have to be around them. <laughs> there you go. Everyone, quick time out here to give our show sponsor another shout out, David Stoffer with Farm Bureau Financial Services. Uh, I love having sponsors that I know and believe in, and David Stoffer is definitely one of them. Recently, I bought a house actually, and when it came to shopping for the home insurance, it was a no-brainer. David was quick, reliable, and gave me an incredibly low rate on my house. Actually, two days before I closed, he sat down and he explained every aspect of my insurance plan, and he even answered a few questions that I had. You know, on top of it, the cherry on top for me was when he coupled my car and home insurance together and it saved me even more money. So when it comes to insuring your family's financial future, David Stoffer, my good friend with Farm Bureau Financial Services, is the best option, and I might add, the only option. You can reach David at 307-382-2332. Again, 307-382-2332. Thank you, David, for providing great insurance. Highly recommended. You don't want to miss out. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sonic Drive-In. Sonic is the best place to grab a breakfast burrito in the morning. And right now, their premium breakfast burritos are buy one, get one free. That's right, buy one Ultimate Meat and Cheese Burrito or a Supersonic Breakfast Burrito and get one absolutely free. But this special is only here for a limited time and only in Rock Springs. And if it's past 10.30 and you really want breakfast, come on over to Sonic where it's never too early to lunch or never too late to breakfast because they serve the entire menu all day. Stop by Sonic today, 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. I wanted to also kind of cover... um you know, the upcoming, uh, the, the playoffs, right? Like postseason's here. This is really the, the, the part that matters. Uh, you know, it's winter go home. And, um, you know, I guess what, what's it going to take? What's, uh, what's the plan moving forward beginning Saturday? I mean, the plan is just to work hard every day, focusing, trying to, like, minimize the little errors and just really just key in, lock in. Make sure there's less mistakes as possible. Try to execute as much as we can. Uh, we all came back to win the region, so we pretty much know what we got to do to take care of that. I just think we got to just take it one game at a time and just, like, try not to look too far ahead because we know we could win it, but, I mean, anything could happen. So we just got to stay focused. As like Trey said, we know we could win and we're pretty much the favorites to win it, but then, yeah, we can't underestimate any of these teams, even though we've beat them already multiple times. So we just have to have to come back and just play them like we didn't play them before and just not underestimate and go hard. One thing special about this team, on, on any given night, um, one of them could go off. You know, I, I bring Jalen and Sindhu off, off the bench to, uh, you know, sustain the momentum that the starters have. You know, we, we've talked about it all year long that, you know, we're our own worst enemy. You know, when, when we're not functioning as a unit, we're, we're hard to uh, hard to compete at a high level. And uh, we've had a couple of those this semester where we kind of stubbed our toes and 
we came back and we talked about it and, and we got, got through it and we grew. You know, we pointed out mistakes and we reverted back to um, things that we did as freshmen and, and we tried to make sure we remind them that's, that's what was last year. We, we got to break away from that. Um, these guys, you know, we, I, we, at the beginning of the year, we always put 30 games on the calendar. I tell them it's the quickest, the quickest 30 games you'll ever experience in your life. You know, as much as these guys want to leave Wyoming, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, you ask them now, it, it's, it's the quickest two years of their life, and they can't believe it's almost over. And, uh, you know, we've, gone, we've come a long way, and we still have a long ways to go, and that's how we're going to take it is day by day. Um, you know, we, we challenge them each day at practice. That practice needs to be harder than a game because they do have five teammates or six teammates who they compete against every single day, who are equal caliber as they are, and they mm-hmm. need to push each other to pr- prepare them for the game. You know, we've had games where Trey Marble's at 25 or Manel's at 30 or Jen's coming at 21. And, I mean, even Sindhu's dropped 18. You know, LaShawn Duhart, I think, had an 18-point game. Dane Prem's had a 30-point game. Uh, you know, Trey Pierce, who who's just beginning to touch the uh, tip of his potential, uh, has had seven points and seven rebounds. And, you throw Trevor Trost in there, he's had a 25-point game. So on any given night, uh, one of the seven, eight, nine guys can carry us. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge, too. And and uh, I think, again, that goes back to, you know, your guys' trust in, in one another and, and that bond that you've created. Um, it, it's, it's easy to, you know, really just play that one-man ball. But uh, I think that's the beauty of your guys' team is is it can be any man ball and I, I think that that's special and it's it's made the season really fun to watch and, and keep an eye on so um you know with that said I, I also wanted to kind of cover a little bit about um what this year has provided as far as opportunities for you guys moving forward um from western um when that time comes and uh you know i i know that uh there probably are a few offers out there on the on the table um but uh, i just kind of wanted to to get you guys' input on on how Western has uh, provided more opportunities for your future? A lot of these, unfortunately, um, I'll be honest, I, my, my, I don't feel my kids are getting the respect that they deserve. Um, you know, I know that I've talked to a handful of coaches throughout the year. I, I do know that I think Jalen has an offer from a Division two school in Minnesota, so I think he wants to go back where it's more cold. Um, <laughs> I know Trey Marble, uh, you know, there's a couple of Division two schools, one in North Dakota, one in Alaska, so I think he likes the cold right now as well. Um, Sindhu, I've received some phone calls about him, and uh, I, I think those two schools are going to just drag their feet until the end of the end of the school year, and they want to see him play next weekend in, um, in Sterling. And then Manel is a guy kind of getting most of the offers right now to Division one because they're in love with his numbers. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, um, all, all four of these kids – can carry a team, mm-hmm. you know, just like we talked about Jalen, you know, if I let Jalen play like some other coaches would probably let Jalen play, he'd easily average 20 points a game. Same thing with Trey Marble and Sindhu. Um, but you know what? They're, um, they're unselfish and, and the stats prove it. You know, we, we have five guys who are averaging double digits and we have another two close to eight, nine points a game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think people are kind of missing the boat on these kids, but um, you know, I think they all having conversations with them out throughout the year. Honestly, I don't think they're really worried about it. I think they're more concerned about winning a region championship and, and doing something that's never been done. You know, we talk about it daily about making history mm-hmm. and, and living history. And, and it's something that at the beginning of the year we told them, you know, what we're going to accomplish is not going to be on ESPN or USA Today. It's going to be somewhere more valuable. It's going to be in their minds. It's going to be in their hearts. It's going to be in their memories. It's going to be something that 
they can cherish for the rest of their lives. It could be priceless, probably, uh, priceless experience for them. Mm-hmm. Now to go back, you know, why do you think uh, these guys don't get the respect that they deserve? I'll be honest. Western Wyoming uh, is not synonymous for winning. Um, I've been in this region 12 years, and I think Western Wyoming won at one time with Trace Bevel. Uh, and I, I think they finished third in their conference with uh, Sheridan, LCCC, and Casper, but they ended up making a good run at the end of the year. Uh, it's not that Western Wyoming's a bad school. It's just, you know, it just they honestly they're not funded like the Caspers, the Sheridans, the Gillettes, the LCCCs. And uh, you know what? These kids sacrificed actually a lot just to come out here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when we brought these four out here, our whole mind frame was to we're going to prove people wrong. We're going to have a chip on our shoulders. We're going to fight you, and, and you're going to have to come grip it or rip it from us. And, and that's our, their, been their mentality the whole year. What, what do you feel like you guys have has, has been a gain um, from your sacrifice? I mean, it's just, it just, like, it helped me, like, just learn a lot about life, really. It taught me to, like, just learn how to speak up and just, oh, it taught me to learn how to speak up and, like, don't be afraid to talk about things with other people. And also, like, it reunited me with Manel. Like, who would have known, like, if I would have seen Manel again after, like, high school basketball mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, <clears throat> it's just, like, it helped a lot. Helped me cause, like, create new friends, everything. So, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing it did for me was, like, what Cindy said was I was able to create friends that, you know, I feel like we're going to be friends throughout the rest of our life. Like, I feel like at any time I'll be able to call Sindhu Blaze, Manel, whoever, and then we could just talk for a little bit. But also it's allowed me to get the education that I wanted to receive and, you know, open doors for, like, what's next for me, like, after basketball, you know? Uh, like Trey said, just being here just uh, opened my eyes a little bit to see things a little differently, you know, being from New York on the East Coast, you know, things are very different over there. So just being here on Rock Springs for two years and seeing how like people over here live is just, you know, eye opening. And the bonds I've created here, you know, will last forever, like Trey said. Yeah, definitely the bonds we've created are gonna last forever in our hearts and our minds and we're gonna be able to always reach out to each other whenever we need to. And me being from a different side of the world that uh, I've been able to sacrifice a lot and since I started this journey of basketball I've sacrificed a lot. So it's made me mature a lot quicker and see things in a different perspective. And like I've been like since say reunited with Sindhu, I never thought I was gonna see him again. Even Trey too as well. So like this journey of basketball just made me be more thankful for everything. Be more thankful of life and just the friends that you have and always cherish them because you might not know when you're going to see them again. It's very, very sound advice, you know. Um, but kudos to you guys because I think, you know, you, you you understand that it's it's more than just the game of basketball, right? Um, and, you know, I think it's rare to, to find people who have that mindset in today's world. So any any other last thoughts you guys want to include on this on this podcast episode? Nah, everybody, everybody pull up on Saturday, show us love, pull up with a with a little card that says number 23 on there with my face <laughs> in it if you like, you know, show me love, show us love, we love everybody. <laughs> Saturday definitely going to be a movie. Yeah. yeah, if you love me, bring a face with me too. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Sweetwater Now's Beyond the Game podcast. Episodes will be published periodically, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with the latest content. If you have an idea or suggestion for the podcast, feel free to contact us via Facebook, Instagram, or email.